0: This is, Hi, My Name Is, a podcast created by two very funny sober people. Hi. Hello. Hi, my name is Khani, and this is the next episode of Hi, My Name Is, and today we are going to be discuss- discussing fear. So if we had to do a quick Intro, it would be, hi, my name is Fear.
1: Hi, Fear. My name is Jimmy.
0: Hi, Jimmy. Thank you for coming today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So nice to be sitting at this table with you yet again. We meet.
1: Here we are, doing here, our thing.
0: You know, just a weekly little check-in where we sit at this little table and talk about all the things.
1: That we're afraid of.
0: That we're afraid of, that scare us.
1: Mm. This is a good topic. Yeah. Um happy to get into it. Let's get in. Well, first, before we do that, okay. how are you? How have you been? How was your week?
0: Honestly, my week was pretty great. Mm. Yeah, I had a really good week. I produce a monthly show, as you know. Maybe you didn't know. I do know. Yeah. It's called The Unorthodox Comedy. And um, it was two nights ago and it was amazing. So yeah. I'm still riding that high. Nice. It's the only high that I get is uh, producing and performing. And this, this I get a little high from this.
1: You got high from uh your relationship once. I remember another episode you said you got high from the love. I take
0: it where I can. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She's a love junkie. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen.
0: How are you doing?
1: Um <clears throat> oh, that was rough.
0: Oh, was it?
1: Well, my um was a little oh, horse.
0: How are you doing?
1: I am okay. Okay. Um yeah, I guess maybe we'll take a little detour first. I'm okay. actually Not really sure how to talk about it on the podcast, but it feels like an important thing to mention. Mm. Um, I had a death in the family over the weekend. I have a cousin who actually overdosed and passed away. So I'm navigating that right now. I'm so Um, sorry. Thank you. So there will be a funeral this week and, you know, lots of stuff to... To walk through, yeah. Um, I thought about not recording this week, yeah. and you know, just sort of picking up next week. And but this is a podcast mm-hmm. about recovery, and it kind of feels like it would be a loss, yeah. to not talk about it here. Yeah. yeah, it's almost
0: like the perfect place to unpack your feelings because this this podcast is about going through things sober. Yeah. And it was almost like God gave you this little gift to like have this space to feel your feelings.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing that I thought about uh, as it relates to this podcast is that in a prior episode, I said, I know the language sounds dramatic to say that it's life and death. Mm. And I felt before that I had to quantify, if that's the right usage of that word, Yeah. Um, Saying that because it felt really extreme to me to say that. And I had to be like, you know, I know it sounds crazy. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It's not extreme. Yeah. This is what it is. This is life
0: or death. What we have, the fact that you and I are both sober this morning is nothing short of a miracle.
1: Yeah. And kind of random also. Yeah. Because, you know, my cousin struggled for a long time and... He, I don't know if he wanted to be sober or not, but he went to treatment a lot. Oh, and he did? did? Yeah. And he did like a lot of different things. Um, And the fact that like we're fortunate enough to get it and he wasn't, I'm no better than he was. I'm no worse than he was. I'm no better or worse than anyone who gets it and anyone who doesn't. Yeah. So it just sucks. You know, it feels like unfair. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah.
0: How did you, how have you been taking care of yourself since you found out?
1: In regards to this podcast, I'm like, how the hell do we do this with so a humorous approach? Yeah. Uh, maybe we, maybe something will be funny. Maybe. So far it hasn't happened. Not in, today. In no. In past four minutes and four 30 minutes seconds. Four minutes and
0: 31 seconds, Jimmy. <laughs> We're
1: about accuracy oh, here. Look at that. A little chuckle came through. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how have I been taking care of myself? I have just been really taking it easy. Yeah. Um, I What does
0: take it easy look like for you?
1: Well, I stayed close to some family members that I've been in touch with during this time over the weekend. Um, I happened to have a really good friend staying with me Mm. over the weekend when I got the news and that was actually really like a blessing to have her here. Yeah. Um, I normally like to... My default is to like isolate and try to go through things alone. Yeah. I don't talk about when things are bothering me. Yeah. You know, talk about it. Don't drink about it. Literally all these things that we do here, it's self-serving. It's to To (laughs) remind you how to,
0: yeah. (laughs) It almost feels like God was like, here, here's this little person who's going to, not little, but I'm saying like, here's like this little gift to like. Yeah. Yeah. Get you through this time that's going to be very hard. So there's someone literally in your house, like checking in on you and maybe even, you know.
1: Yeah. I thought you meant you, the little person. No, no,
0: no. I meant your friend who
1: you both know her. You are short. Thank you. I wouldn't say a little person.
0: Literally came out of nowhere. It felt really aggressive. Yeah. Is there HR I could speak to?
1: Misguided. I think we are HR. Okay,
0: cool. So I have a complaint.
1: We're the whole corporation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have a complaint.
1: I own fifty-one percent of this. It
0: seems like you own a (laughs) little bit more, but let's we'll talk about that later.
1: (laughs) I forget what that's from. It's a gay reference. Um, Oh, I didn't know that. Maybe nine to five with Dolly Parton. I can't remember. All right,
0: this is not. I've been
1: take. I've been taking it slow. I've been uh, only doing the work. Like my paid job uh
0: (laughs) some people have jobs
1: yeah yay I've been doing income
0: what's that like
1: (laughs) I've been doing the things that I am required to and not really much more um I've been paring down I have to go away tomorrow and I've just been like giving myself a lot of space to like get prepared for that oh for the funeral well, the funeral and then I'm going right from the funeral to a wedding also. Oh wow. So these are two we could really just do a whole episode on this stuff. So both of these things oh. independent of each other are big things in yeah. sobriety for people. Yeah. Normally. Yes. And then to do like the back to back.
0: And especially that it's family. It's you can do we could do 15 episodes on being sober and being around family. We yeah. really could. But the fact that you're doing those these two big things back to back is, is a lot. I yeah. think we just changed the topic of this podcast. I think it's instead of fear, it's like showing up for mm. events or showing up for life.
1: And what we do to stay sober to yeah. get through them. Yeah. We can come back to fear. We do have a lot of really good things to say about yeah, fear. Yeah. But I feel
0: like there's a lot going on for you and I'd love to be able to support you and help other people in the process. Mm. Because there's for sure other people that while they're listening to this aren't going to be going to a wedding in the next couple of weeks. It is wedding season. Yeah. Hopefully no one's going to a funeral, but.
1: I mean, if they're not going to a wedding and a funeral in the same week, are they really. Even, even living. Yeah. I mean, keep up. People. Keep
0: up with this one.
1: <laughs> um, well, up until this point, we we did another episode on routine right? and, and we mentioned right. how important routine is when times get tough. Yeah. This is an example of that. Okay. Um, so like I've been leaning on my routine, staying grounded. And so like, like,
0: even if you're taking it slow and taking it easy, that doesn't mean that meditation and prayer go out the window. That means that you still do those things.
1: I double down. There we
0: go. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That's a, that's a spiritual giant. Yeah. That's what I'm looking at right now.
1: Spiritual giants need love too.
0: That is true. How old, how tall are you spiritually? Six, four. <laughs> well,
1: spiritually? Eight, nine. There we go. Yeah.
0: Goliath. Anyways. Um,
1: that sober drag queen I mentioned that I'm friends with, uh, her, one of her taglines was six foot nine and worth the climb. I like that. It's a good one.
0: I like that. The I'll tallest- never be able to use it for anything related to me, but I like it
1: very tall shoes, you might be able to. I'm not going to do it. Mm. So
0: you're doubling down on your self-care and your spiritual life. Yeah. Wow. Do you realize how powerful that is? I feel like I just want to reiterate who we are as alcoholics and drug addicts, right? Like we are born to self-destruct. That is kind of what our vibe is. Yeah. For me, I'll speak for me, right? So like that's my nature is to just be like, This isn't what I wanted or this is uncomfortable and I'm going to punish myself. And what you're doing Mm. in this moment is you're doing the exact opposite of that. Yeah. You're not only like, oh, I'm staying sober, but like you're taking these actions to A, get quiet and be with your higher power more than you would if you weren't going through this. That's like so powerful and inspiring to hear.
1: I'm also taking a moment to be with whatever's happening right now. Yeah. And not try to run from it or push it away. Um, my, I, I've, I have a little experience with grief and loss in sobriety. My first major loss was a, the loss of a dog, like a, a beloved.
0: You had two dogs? Yeah, I
1: had another one. I, I had, didn't know. I had Zoe. I had a miniature Zoe? poodle. Zoe. She passed away after like a year in sobriety. And oh. that was like a really hard lo- I'm in no way comparing the loss of my cousin to the loss of a dog. Just... Put that out there. But both are very impactful. Mm-hmm. But I like leaned into grief during that time and I was like reading about grief and I read something like pull up a chair next to it. Like you're sitting at a fire with it yeah. and like just be, be with it. it. Yeah. I mean Drinks. like you don't owe me a beer. Correct. Yeah. Um Wow. The only way out is through. through. God. Processing things in sobriety, like it's the worst sometimes. It's not
0: the worst. I mean, these slogans or sayings, they sound annoying, but like they actually work.
1: No, they work. But it's annoying because we actually feel everything,
0: we feel everything.
1: Can I just stop growing? Like, I'm good. No, 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 no. no.
0: Oh, oh my gosh. Literally, I was in a meeting with somebody this past Saturday. This woman was in her 90s. Mm. 90s. She was chairing a meeting. She's like, God, I'm done growing. I just want to live. She was like, she's in so much physical pain. And she was like, I'm done growing. And it just like, we're never done.
1: I mean, at 90 physically, she's probably done.
0: Okay. You, you wanted laughter. You wanted lightness. You just provided that. Thank you.
1: Happy to be of service. No,
0: I, 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 I support you and your choices mm. and your journey, but, um, mm. it's just like, it's so funny because I think it was like a month ago, maybe I was in, I was going through a very hard moment, like yeah. extremely hard. And I, Knew it wasn't going to last forever, but I didn't know how long it was going to last. And I think it lasted 48 hours Mm -hmm. where I was just sobbing. Mm -hmm. I called you on the phone and you let me just cry, Yeah, right? I needed to do that in order to get to the day when I woke up the next day and didn't feel the need to cry. Mm -hmm. If I don't let myself feel the feelings, they get trapped in my body. And so what you're giving yourself right now is this space to feel the sadness And the gratitude for your sobriety at the same time, because we can have both of those feelings at the same time. And then as the days or the hours pass, it lightens. It doesn't stay as heavy. That's been my experience.
1: I think this week will probably be like a lot of uh, up and down. Yeah, Yeah.
0: for sure. Because then you're going to go to a wedding and you're going to be like super excited for your friend and showing up for your friend in that way. But you're still have a heavy heart. You just lost your cousin to a disease that you have.
1: Very much so. Yeah.
0: And you happen to be sitting here sober this morning. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Literally crazy.
1: Yeah. I mean.
0: Wait, I'm, did you, did you drink last night? No. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool.
1: Well, we get a pass when people die Yeah, obviously right? that is,
0: we, I just want to make sure people know that we're joking. There's no passes.
1: No passes. I don't want people to
0: be like, well, we heard it on this podcast that you can drink if someone passes away.
1: I can't help it if you have a morbid sense of humor and you confuse people.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just trying to be mindful.
1: Good citizen of the world. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing other people in my family and like it, this is not with any judgment at all. I'm observing how other people walk through this. And, you know, a lot of people get fucked up when this happens. And yeah. there is a bit of irony in that, you know, like a person passed away because of substance abuse. And like, I don't know, like we are very, very lucky to have other tools and to have yeah. community and people that hold us and like hold space for us. and
0: Yeah. it It's almost like a thing. Like, oh, we go to the funeral and we get fucked up at the funeral.
1: Or before and yeah. after. Yeah. It's like a
0: thing. Like there's like a drinking thing before. It, it's so fascinating, especially when someone passes away from yeah. alcoholism or drug addiction. It's like almost like it's too painful to look at the truth. Yeah. So we, people feel like this is the only way to get through it is to actually Obliterate your reality. Yeah. Because it's so painful. How old was he? 30?
1: 32. Um, I'm I mean, so sorry. As with most things in life, this is layered and there's lots of elements to it. There's complicated family dynamics For on sure. both sides. And, yeah, you know, I have complicated family dynamics of my own. I'm going to be around people that normally I choose not to spend time oh, interesting. around. So I have to navigate that also. I didn't know also. That. Yeah. Um, Actually, I was in a meeting yesterday and uh, the person shared almost exactly my story, how this situation, how she had to go to a funeral and there was a person there that um, abused her in the past and, you know, like how she still wanted to show up, like, for because, the person who passed away. Yeah, and for all the other reasons, you know, like the other people and like you want to honor what they meant to you, the whole Wow. Thing. And so actually I'm going to speak to her more about this. Uh, we exchanged numbers. But just that, you know, through prayer and like centering and meditation and just being like, I can show up. This isn't about me right now. Mm-hmm. Like it's not my funeral, you know. Right. I can just show up in the way that I need to and I can have boundaries. And you can I also can, leave whenever you need to. That's it. Yeah.
0: That's the one thing I loved when I learned for the first time in in getting sober is that like you can leave whenever just you go. want, no, yeah. matter it, no matter what. No matter what. Nobody's business. Um, it could be a wedding. It could be a funeral. It doesn't matter if you're feeling unsafe.
1: Yeah. You can leave. I'm going to get a hotel room also.
0: Where um, is this happening?
1: Well, not that far outside okay. of the city. Like okay. an hour. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was invited to stay with some family members, but mm. I know that like mm. they're going to hit it pretty hard. No. Yeah.
0: And it, it, it would be really helpful to have your own space, especially because you're someone who lives alone and thrives on that. Like to not yeah. have that in a time when you need it more would be actually, I think, hurtful.
1: I also have a service commitment. For Thursday evening at 9 p.m. on Zoom.
0: Oh, that's amazing.
1: So that will ground me. Yeah. That will, like, not force me, but in a way, like, Yeah, make it'll me keep you
0: connected to your 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 schedule, your structure, your routine. My people. Your people. And you can share honestly there, like, hey, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm trying to think if I went to a funeral. Oh, hello. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so much closer. You
1: never be subtle, friend, because you always <laughs> point it out. <laughs> I just moved the microphone closer to honey for those who are (laughs) listening. I loved it. It
0: was like real fun for me. I do feel like the sound is better. Um, I'm trying to think. No, I've definitely gone to funerals since I've gotten sober because it's been 15 years. That would be funny. No one's died since I got sober, but Mm -hmm. no. um,
1: Do you think there's a connection there? (laughs) Were you causing death death and destruction before you got sober?
0: Everybody's been just living. Yeah. No, I've been to funerals, but... I don't think I've been. Well, no, that's not true. My grandmother passed away, and I went to her funeral sober.
1: Bubby from Borough Park. Yeah. Oh.
0: She passed away at the beginning of the pandemic. So okay. sad. Literally, like April 2020. Mm. So I couldn't get out of the car until like everyone had left and buried her because I was so. Scared. It was COVID vibe. Mm. Like it was. So like I was wearing a mask in the car with my friend who like gave me a ride to yeah. this funeral to this cemetery like all the way out on Long Island and like. I was sobbing. I was close to my bubby yeah. and um
1: people so were having funerals on like Zoom at that time. I
0: know, but I mean, I don't want to get controversial, but this funeral happened in the way that it did, but I just didn't want to leave the car until all the yeah, people yeah. had left the cemetery. Mm-hmm. That was hard because there was no there was no Shiva, there was no any gathering of mm-hmm. people to commemorate her life because it was COVID. So like my mom didn't fly in like, no, it was yeah. April, 2020. So that was actually really painful. Cause you know, I, I do feel like the Jews do death really well. Oh yeah. Real well.
1: Nobody does death like the Jews.
0: Literally. It's like you pass away 10, 20 minutes later, they're like, let's bury them. Let's bury them. Yeah. Quick, quick, quick. Sun's going down. You well, know what I mean? I
1: mean, it's a little morbid what my people do.
0: I know. I don't like it.
1: All the, I mean, look, this is not to offend anyone. No, and we're not
0: offending religion every, or no, practices. No, no. But yeah.
1: if you just think about it, the idea of like pumping chemicals into someone's body and just keep them alive. And I have never in my entire life gone to like awake and touched someone who. who? Well, why
0: would we do that?
1: People Who's do touching? It. Oh, no, people do People it. are touching? Oh, yeah. They go. They like say goodbye. They, oh. Yeah. I don't. I've never wanted to.
0: No. I mean, I've been to awake. And you know, open casket, but
1: Yeah. I don't even really go that close.
0: I mean, I just had to see it. Yeah. By the way, the the wake that I'm thinking about was someone who was an alcoholic and and, and jumped out and, and jumped out of a window on purpose.
1: Yeah. It happens. Yeah. So
0: I'm so glad we kept the, the vibe light. Yeah, today. light chipper. Chipper?
1: Like the uh the goal of this podcast.
0: <laughs> we're bringing light and levity everywhere we go.
1: Listen. This Listen, is, this, this is This is life. part of it. Yeah. We,
0: if if we didn't have this podcast, it, this episode, it would be weird. Because it's like, we're not always in an amazing place.
1: Or if I just like focus on something else and didn't talk no, about it. No, it's this, not being it
0: would, true to yourself. That's not fair. Yeah. I think we're going to help a lot of people with this episode.
1: So I'm going to stay connected. I'm going to get my own... Hotel room. Always not, get your own
0: hotel room. I'm not gonna yeah. stay
1: in an environment where people are no. drinking a lot. Good. Um, I'm going to leave when I feel like I need to. I'm not gonna feel obliged to stay anywhere that I don't want to. Okay. And then I'm just gonna keep doing the same routine that I always do. I'll keep checking in with my sponsor and I'll speak with my sponsees yeah. and you can call me. I'll call you. Yeah.
0: If you want. No pressure. We'll we'll
1: see. See how the rest of this episode goes
0: (laughs) (laughs) He changes his number I never hear from him again It's so crazy
1: We have no notes to go off of Since we're
0: No, we're we're off the cuff today
1: Freeballing this episode These
0: are garbage They don't even mean anything at this point Yeah, well I think we're doing pretty good though Yeah If I had to rate it I'd say nine and a half out of ten All right You think that's too high?
1: Not bad for death
0: Oh my god did your cousin know that you were sober?
1: Yeah, yeah, we talked about it. I mean, he he saw my struggles. I can remember once I put together uh, a lunch for him for his birthday one year, and I was really going through it with my pill addiction at that oh, time. And God. I drove him home after the lunch. Um, yes, uh, I was driving on pills. Yep. You, you heard that right. Yep. Um, <laughs> and before I dropped him off, like I just remember. I was like completely honest about where I was and I was like, I just like can't stop. I'm doing, I told him how much I was taking, which was oh like my God. a lot. And he said to me like, do you think you could just take a little less? <laughs> 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 I mean, <laughs> if I could moderate it, I probably would have been. Yeah.
0: It Did you know at the time that you were powerless or so you were just like, let me try?
1: No, I was completely powerless. I was aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh. That. Pill addiction was really interesting because that was like towards the end of my use before I yeah, got sober, sober like yeah. the last few years. And I can remember um, I was prescribed something really light after an injury. And I remember taking that pill and I had taken pills many times before in the past. It wasn't anything like new. But yeah. for some reason, when I took that pill, it gave me the same Ah, feeling that alcohol had been giving me. And I was like, oh, I can like take this pill and I won't have to drink, and I'll get the same desired effect. Oh, oh and people won't know that I've been taking it because you can't see the pill. It'll ah. be like my own little secret. And I loved having a secret. And I loved feeling like I was like, I'm gonna get one over on people. The only person I got one over on was myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I watched the I was very aware of the trajectory, the project, uh, the trajectory. downward spiral of it. Like as it was happening, I was aware of like this day I would take this amount, and this day. I take how
0: this. how long was it where you took that first pill and you're like, Hmm "This is amazing"? Like how long were you until you got sober? Like how long were you on the pills for?
1: Somewhere between like three to five years. What? Yeah. <laughs> Well, it is a long time, but by comparison to how long. Die. God. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh my God.
1: Yeah. A lot of shit went down during that time. I
0: know. I know. I know. It wasn't great. No, I know.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, but that was a whole new layer to my addiction because before alcohol, I don't think I was physically addicted to alcohol ever. It was like just more of like a mental obsession, just not being able to stop. Right. Even though so many bad things were happening in my life, I never was like, oh my God, if I don't have alcohol, I'm going to be sick.
0: Right. But the pills you knew you, you couldn't not have them. Well,
1: yeah, I became physically addicted to them. So that oh was my a God. whole other level where like, if I didn't have them, I would get so sick. And then it gets to the point I would have to be hospitalized because I would be so sick.
0: Oh my God. Yeah.
1: The withdrawal would be so you terrible. You did go to the hospital? Numerous times.
0: What did you say you were there for?
1: Usually, just it drug withdrawal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at that point, you don't care. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah you just I, need the help. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't great. No. I don't. I don't miss those times. No. I really don't. Um, I never thought my. I never thought that would happen. Yeah. I didn't expect that. No to one happen.
0: plans to become a drug addict. Mm. You're like, you know what? getting old i should probably yeah get addicted to something
1: check that off my bucket list (laughs) um
0: do you want to talk about your cousin or is that too private
1: i'm not really sure what to say um what was his name his name was chris okay yeah I think it will be interesting to interesting. I think it'll be good to check in on the other side of things like mm-hmm. after this. It doesn't week. have to be our entire episode next next yeah. week. But I
0: mean, everyone's going to be dying. Well, that's the wrong word to use, but waiting with bated breath to hear how you yes. do.
1: <laughs> it's a little better. <laughs> <sighs> yeah.
0: Awkward.
1: It's okay. <sighs> we found our humor. I and mean, we listen, if we
0: did not we would not be doing our job.
1: Yeah. Okay. What else can we talk about? Getting through weddings. Sober. Oh my
0: God. Have you been to a sober wedding yet? Have you been to a wedding where you weren't drinking yet?
1: Yeah. And it was really awkward. I didn't enjoy it. Oh. Um, But okay. I went to a wedding. It was so fancy. It was like black tie. Okay. And it was actually um a counselor from a rehab that I went to.
0: Invited you to their wedding? Yeah. I love that.
1: We stayed friends. I mean, this was like a long time ago. We stayed friends. Um, The man that she was getting married to was sober also. Oh, Um,
0: sober wedding.
1: I was totally like an add-on. Like I think somebody canceled and they had an extra seat or something, (laughs) which is fine. Like I knew what it was. (laughs) and then you
0: still went. That's so cool.
1: I did. And it was at like this really fancy place in Dumbo, like in one of the the new hotels. It's like right on the park. It was really, really fancy. Um, But... I didn't take a plus one.
0: That's the, that's the key. That, that is, is the key. Yeah. I always take a plus one when I go to a wedding. flying here. Hello.
1: I'm buzz off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the key.
1: I'm, okay. But there were sober people there. And uh, did you she know them? Put me, nope. But oh. I got to know them. She yeah. put me at a table with the kids table. <laughs> sober kids table. Um, it, yeah. No, I mean, plus one.
0: Yeah. Here's the thing. When I go to weddings... Uh, for family members, I bring a plus one, like a sober plus one. And then just in general, going to weddings, um, if you don't know people, it is easier to bring a friend to just, um, you know, have someone to check in with. I remember my sister got married. I had like two years sober and I was really nervous to go because I, I mean, not that my, no one drinks in my family. It's so crazy. Like mm. there would be a bar, but like my friends or my, sorry, my siblings would have like maybe one glass of wine. Like they just don't care to yeah. drink.
1: So you were an anomaly.
0: I was the drunk sheep in the family. Yeah. But I remember I, I said to my sister, can I, there's a friend from mine who's here from New York who's also sober. Like, I, can I just have them come? And she was like, yeah, totally. Just to have someone who's like, knows that I'm sober is like supporting my sobriety It's something it, it just makes me feel safe yeah and um it was I remember just like that person didn't even come for the whole thing they just came for like a minute and it, or like a couple of like maybe a half hour an hour but just like we had a little check-in you know we were like we checked in how are you doing how are you feeling you know because it was my first time like around my family around an open bar like it's it's there's a lot going on a lot of feelings come up at weddings you know yeah. especially if you're single and I was gonna say
1: Nope. Ready to mingle? Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. What are we going to say now? Horny, we can still keep horny. this. Now we can still keep this in the clean section in the Apple or Spotify. We no?
1: might get booted out of there at some point. Why? Well, because we do say curses every now and again.
0: Who's that? Whose fault is that? Um, Probably both of us.
1: It is actually both <laughs> of us. I think at one point. I said, I'm surprised that you don't curse more. But then I went back and listened to some of the older ones. You, you have your fair share of cursing.
0: I like that. Just mm. trying to keep it balanced, you know.
1: Like a sailor over there. Okay. Yeah.
0: Mm, tone it down. A drunken
1: sailor. Okay.
0: <laughs> Wait, so I want to talk about weddings more because I feel like they bring up so much emotions for people. You know, like people like will hook up with people randomly at weddings that they don't really want to. Like. I feel like weddings just bring up so much emotion. Mm. Yeah. And as a sober person, you walk into this space and the energy is like palpable of like, it's just like a heightened, am I crazy what I'm saying? Like you. No,
1: I just I go to a lot of weddings. Yeah. I don't like weddings. Yeah. I think they're really boring.
0: Yeah. It's funny because my, I have a friend who like is like, "Um, can you explain to me while we're spending, why we're spending... Hundreds of thousands of dollars for you guys to just be like, I love you and I'm going to keep loving you. Yeah. What's happening? Why? When did that become a thing? So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've never been married, so I don't know like how I would feel, how I'm going to feel when I do find my person. But manifesting. Yeah. I do feel like there is something. Yeah. There's just like a lot of expectation, I feel, that comes with weddings, you know? I think
1: a lot of people invest more in the actual wedding than they do in the relationship. Yeah. My friend who you know said I mean? that
0: about weddings is in a relationship with someone and does not plan to get married. They've been together for three years and they call each other their partners. And they're just like, yeah, we, we just bought a house. Like, why do we need a wedding? Like, yeah, I don't know, like a party for us to say we love each other. We're going to keep loving each other. Yeah. Great.
1: I feel like a lot of your supporters a lot of your listeners
0: no a lot of them are love, Jewish and Orthodox so yeah. that's like a big thing is like your wedding and your wedding and your wedding and the makeup and the arm it's like yeah. it's a lot
1: you know what it is for me I grew up most of my life not thinking that it was actually going to be an uh-huh. option yeah um and so it wasn't important to me it wasn't something that I was like yeah dying to do and I like fully recognize the importance of having the right to be able to do it and like I Would I fight for that? But the actual, for myself personally, I don't really think it's in the cards. I mean, never say never, but yeah, it's not really important to me.
0: Mm. Interesting. Yeah. When you were with your partner, you guys never considered, well, at the time, was it legal?
1: It was not when we first got together. Right. It wasn't legal. But at
0: the end, but at the end, it was, you were hitting your bottom, right?
1: I don't know that it was important to either one of us. Yeah. 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 Like nothing would have really changed. I didn't ever need his medical insurance or like. Right.
0: That's the big reason why people do get married when they don't really specifically feel the need to. They're like, well, it makes sense financially.
1: Yeah. The wedding this weekend, I am actually looking forward to though, because it's one of my best friends in the world. Well, what do you. I said one of. I, I
0: just feel like a little sting when you talk like that. Yeah. Is there a way you want to rephrase that?
1: I don't. Think I think Got it. Okay. Yeah.
0: Noted. Noted. I'll bring that to my therapist. So yeah. your best friend.
1: Let's, let's go back to last episode. <laughs> hi, my name is therapy. <laughs> <laughs> what are we even going to call this one? Hi, hi
0: my, my name is.
1: Hi, my name is. Well, we don't know what the name of this is. <laughs>
0: hi, my name is death. Oh. Hi, my name is. I'm going through some shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We have, we have options. Yeah. It's important to have options. Um, Okay, the wedding,
0: yeah, the wedding that you're going to.
1: Yeah, it's it's going to be like low key.
0: But you did get something real nice to wear, didn't you?
1: I did. Yeah, part of my self care. So I'm telling myself, <laughs> I was to go shopping in Soho yesterday. Oh. Ended the day at Saint Laurent, getting a nice little blouse for <laughs> myself. You know what? They don't sell shirts at Saint Laurent. They sell no. blouses.
0: <laughs> you got a blouse?
1: I mean, no, I got a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I found the one that they had.
0: Yeah, Who's a, that? Do that. It's me again. Oh. oh my God. It's so funny.
1: Um, Yeah. I got a, I got a shirt. I got a blouse. <laughs> it's cute. It's like.
0: You I, don't have uh, to describe it. I mean, you can. This is, you know, we tell everything here. It's real simple. Is it silk?
1: It is silk. Oh, is it? Yeah. What color? Black. That's hot. As that's in, hot. What, what makes that <laughs> sexy?
0: I don't know. Black at weddings is hot.
1: Well, it's, um, I could wear it to either
0: occasion
1: Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I did make that joke Yesterday, oh god, I was that's like, hilarious. oh You're like, actually, I'm first two birds.
0: gonna debu- debut It debut. at the funeral <laughs> And then
1: See how it's received <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
0: Kill two birds with one stone? Is is that what you just said? Um, Literally genius. That
1: expression did come to mind, but I didn't want to say.
0: Oh, yeah. Got it. I'm just being a little less sensitive than I normally am, which is fascinating. I'm sorry.
1: Than you normally are? Would you consider yourself a sensitive person normally? Yeah. Hmm. It's funny how it's hard to see ourselves (laughs) clearly sometimes. (laughs) You know? (sighs) Yeah. It is. Interesting.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's funny that you have friends that just really point it out for you so you don't miss a thing.
1: <laughs> oh, miss a beat. Not us. No, you know what? I would say you are a sensitive person. I am. Like you're in touch with feelings. Get out of Sometimes. and
0: L- oh let me hear. I'm kind
1: of like tell you about yourself right now okay which I as a practice don't do uh, let's I just do it in
0: public I don't if tell you're people. gonna do it for the first time why don't you do it in front of all of our listeners
1: you're very honest mm. and you're upfront mm. and sometimes I think your delivery the first time can sometimes can be not the delivery that you intended wanted. exactly but you very quickly what you like course correct very quickly. I've noticed about you, and you're like, that's not how I want to show up in the world. Like, I want you do it really, really fast, and that's one of the like principles of recovery programs.
0: Yeah, a lot of the times I don't have the gift of finessing my words,
1: and that's okay. I know,
0: I know. So, like, I know exactly what you're referring to, but
1: I. You think there was only one occasion? Yeah, yeah. So.
0: I wish I it's not about the pause. It's more about like the way I word it. Yeah. It comes off a little abrasive.
1: Well, I'm thinking of stories that you told me with interaction to other people sometimes. That I
0: say to other people.
1: Yeah. And then you like
0: Right. Course correct. One thing that my friends have told me, which I really love that they give me this feedback, is they said I'm they say I'm very good at apologizing, mm. like at taking responsibility and Owning what I did instead of just being like, I'm sorry. Like, I actually know how to, like, take responsibility, acknowledge the harm that I caused and, like, ask what I can do better next time. Yeah. And I learned that through being sober and through a lot of help from, like, other people. Step nine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which we've discussed before. Yeah. Um, There's bad apologies out there. There's, you know, bad apologizers, too. Like.
0: They almost make it worse.
1: They don't. Know that they're like they think their apology is okay, yeah. Um, I'm sorry you feel that way.
0: Oh my god, do people talk like that still?
1: Um, people say, I'm sorry you feel that way, which is the most insincere um, apology that there is. My
0: favorite is that sounds so hard. I mean, I'm saying seriously, like that's the perfect thing to say is like, wow, that sounds really hard.
1: Is that an apology?
0: No, it's more just like acknowledging someone's feelings. You're right, that was just if someone's having a
1: bad no, time. but you. Yeah. You like that or you don't like that? I do like that. Oh, okay. Because it just
0: holds space for someone that's having a rough time as opposed to be like, it'll get better. It's yeah. like, wow, that sounds hard.
1: You know what I like? I like, do you want advice or, or you support. want support? Yes. I learned that from somebody else.
0: I. I by the way. Marissa. Really?
1: Yeah. She's, rich. She's real good at that.
0: Yeah. So with Yehudit, she she does that with me now. Mm. She's like, do you want support? Do you want
1: advice, advice or, support? or support? Yeah.
0: I love her. I miss her so much. She's been away all week on a... A
1: oh, cruise?
0: A cruise in Alaska.
1: She was listening to the podcast on the yeah, cruise. Yeah, she's
0: still there. She said she, she wanted another more shout out. She said she wanted another shout out. So right. there you go.
1: Hi, my name is Yuhutid.
0: Yeah, she's one of my favorite people.
1: And Esther Schwartz, too.
0: She wanted a shout out?
1: No, but we can't leave her in...
0: What about Rivi? What about y'all? What about Kaylee?
1: It's a slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> it's really...
0: Hi, Mom. Slippery
1: slope. <laughs> Um, okay. Why don't we do talk about it? Don't drink about it.
0: Okay. That is a segment that we have that we love. We've come to love.
1: We have. We love the questions. We love the people. We, we love, love the
0: consistency of how people just keep writing in and being like, hey, help us with this.
1: Yeah. We love being able to give bad advice. Yeah. Because we're not Because we're qualified. not professional
0: or qualified at all. But you guys just keep asking us, which is fun.
1: Yeah. We're here for it.
0: So do you want me to read it or do you want to read it?
1: I would like to read it. If you don't mind. And don't. then you can take a stab at it. <laughs> Hi, Hani and Jimmy. I'm writing to ask about how you deal with resentment in sobriety. All right. I'm here for it already. Um, I use the tools of the program to the best of my ability and still find myself really struggling with this a lot of the time. Sometimes I feel like I've worked through them about a specific situation and something will happen And I feel like all the work I've done goes out the window. I feel like I must start over again at square one when this happens. Do you think I am not fully working through them if they keep coming back? And if so, how can I handle this better? Signed, trying to stay sincere, it's not sincere, serene in New York City, Lauren M.
0: Wow, that's a, that's a, Intense question. Thank you, Lauren, for writing in Dizzy. to us and trusting us. Yeah. Do you want to stab? You want me to stab?
1: Stab. Stab away. Okay.
0: I just want to say that just because a resentment keeps popping up, it doesn't always mean that we're doing something wrong. What does it mean? Just means that we got really, really, really hurt mm. and we're still feeling the pain. Okay. Because for me, I've had resentments and I don't know if you want me to get too explicit. Is that the word?
1: Yeah, that works. Well, it depends what you're going to say. Yeah.
0: Um, With the details, but like.
1: This episode hasn't really been about holding back.
0: No. Yeah. So basically.
1: We might not use any of it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I had a resentment towards my father. Mm hmm. And there were many years and it didn't matter how much step work I did or how much therapy I did. Yeah. I was very resentful mm-hmm. at how I was treated. And there's no sponsor or sober person in the world that could say, guess you didn't do enough digging on your part or, yeah. you know, you need to do more step work around it. But you know what I did do, which did help? And this is going to sound so counterintuitive. I prayed for him. hmm Every day and every night for two weeks straight, I prayed for him. And I think I did it for longer than two weeks. I think I did it for months.
1: What did that prayer sound like?
0: Dear God, my father is a sick person just like me. Please help him. Please help me to find a com- um, sick person just like me. I don't like his symptoms and the way they disturb me, yet I know that he is sick just like me. Please help me to find compassion. Oh, please help me to treat him like I would treat a sick friend. Mm.
1: Is that the sick person's prayer? Yeah, it is. I didn't
0: make it up. (laughs) No, I. It's a sick person's prayer. Please help me. You know, and then it's like, please help him to find, you know, happiness, joy, love, connection. And then I would throw in other things that I would wish for him to find that I want in my life. And I'm going to tell you something, Jimmy. This is insane, but this happened for me.
1: Don't tell me. Tell Lauren. Lauren. She's the one who asked the question.
0: This is what happened for me. My brother got engaged. This was years ago. So I think I was praying for him when I was like three years, four years sober. My brother got engaged a couple years later and I went to the engagement party. And I hadn't seen my father in a very long time. And I was very nervous. And I had been praying. And there's nothing else to do when there's a resentment that you've done the work of like what your part is. And sometimes you don't have a part. And in this case, I didn't have a part. So I was... So scared to see him, but I, there was a moment I saw him across the room and I looked at him and I felt compassion in my heart mm. because the words that I had been saying for all those months, I felt it. This is a sick person just like me. Mm. He's doing the best that he can.
1: That's like so much of what we do with the repetition and doing things over and over again. It it's does.
0: It's away new something, but, but here's the thing. Jimmy or Lauren, years later, the resentment came back. Mm. And I was like, are you kidding me? I already worked through this. I don't understand. Yeah. It came out of nowhere. And it doesn't mean that I did anything wrong, that the feelings came back. It doesn't mean I'm not working my program. It doesn't. It just means that I'm human.
1: New triggers, maybe.
0: New triggers, new um, memories, new realities of like, oh my God. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, I can't punish myself for feeling like that. I had to go back to praying for him. There's nothing else to do. And I went into somatic therapy and that's been really helpful. But prayer is literally the only thing I know that helps resentments. Mm. And I know that sounds crazy for someone who might not be sober or spiritual. It's like, what do you mean you're going to pray for the person who hurt you? Yeah. There's nothing else to do. There's noth- There's like no other answer.
1: Taking opposite action.
0: Yeah. Because if I keep feeling resentment, I'm drinking the poison mm-hmm. and expecting him to feel the pain.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm the one that hurts. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so no matter what this person did to Lauren, whatever this resentment is, I would just suggest I physically wrote out the prayer. And I was saying it for him and for someone else in my family for months. Yeah. And I think I need to go back to praying for both of them because, you know, it's starting to cre- crop up again. Mm. I don't look at it as like, I'm doing something wrong. I look at it as like, okay, I need more God in my life. Okay. Because I can't control when these feelings come and they come.
1: Yeah. And they're intense. And they're intense. Probably when they come up. Yeah.
0: And, and I don't have a part in this experience. And I don't know what Lauren's resentment is, but... Sometimes we don't have a part. This person wronged us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's nothing we can do. And if we don't let it go, it's going to eat us. And the other person is just living their life. They don't even know that we're upset. Mm-hmm. They don't even get affected. We're the ones that are struggling.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks, so, thanks for sharing that about your dad. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, it's personal. very personal. Um, and I don't love talking about it, but I know that it could be helpful.
1: So we have a step in a program, um, like step four for resentments mm-hmm. and there's like work that can be done, like writing things out. Yeah. And, you know, so that's like a really good place to start. Yeah. Um, but, but if you've,
0: d- if this person has done that work, right. Yeah. And the, the resentment keeps popping up, I don't want her, I don't want her to feel like she's doing anything wrong.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a good rule of thumb to be kind to yourself. Be kind
0: to yourself. It could be that you got really, she got really hurt and she needs some time to be really hurt. Yeah. And and I think prayer, I'm telling you right now, if I can, it's not that I forgave my father. I didn't forgive him, but I have forgiveness in my heart, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I can go to events that he's at sometimes and be okay. I do bring a person with me. The resentment is that big that I do like a, bring a bodyguard. I have a security detail. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah.
1: Um, no, I've, I've done this, what you're referring to with the prayer. I've been advised to do it and I've done it begrudgingly.
0: It doesn't matter if you do it begrudgingly. Yeah. That's the coolest and part. You don't it's have
1: to believe
0: exactly what you're saying. It still works.
1: Yeah. Um, I've, I heard, don't know how I've heard, uh, people talk about envisioning, Marissa, we keep talking about her a lot on this episode, but I've heard her talk about this where, like, the person that you have a resentment towards, you envision them at like a parade and they're like on the float and everyone is celebrating them. Oh, and it's like, that
0: sounds real this hard. This
1: is like taking what you said to another level. I'm
0: not available for that.
1: um Well, maybe if the resentment gets bad enough, <laughs> you'll try whatever it takes. And like, everyone's cheering for them and like you're in the crowd doing this with them and like you're celebrating that person i don't know she said that shit works um i have done the prayer i have uh sometimes like some sass will sneak into the prayer doesn't matter may they have everything they want even the things they've stolen from me but you know just keep doing it it does yeah It It would be
0: helpful. I think for me personally, I wrote it, I wrote out the full prayer and I had it by my bed. And so I would get on my knees every night and say the prayer and then get on my knees in the morning and say the prayer. And then whoever, however many people I was praying for, I would say that prayer that amount of times. Mm -hmm. So it it takes what it takes.
1: Yeah. Well, I, uh, recently I've been dealing with a, a resentment and. Have you? Yeah. The hardest part for me has been to not act out on it, to like have restraint of pen and tongue and to use pause because I just want to, I want justice to be done. And I want to, you know, let this person know what they've done to how I've been hurt by it. And none of that matters. You know, all that matters is how i take care of myself yeah um and i was at one point recently very close i was like feeling really emotional and charged and i was close to like just calling this person and honestly the best thing that i can do for myself is to have no
0: limited con- limited yeah. to
1: no contact yeah um and i called someone else instead there you go. You saved and your I, life yeah i said i am really like i was like can i have your ear for 60 seconds like they were walking into work i was like i'm like feeling so out of control right now. Like I want to oh. call and I want to say like, you hurt me. Blah, 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 blah. And she listened and she held space. And then she said, write them a letter and send it to me. And then we'll talk about it after. I love that. Did you? Well, it just happened recently. So not yet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I hope that this was helpful, that the answer that I gave was helpful to Lauren.
1: Or the answer that i gave
0: or the answer that you gave sorry <laughs> the letter
1: i didn't really give much of an answer but uh, so.
0: Luis,
1: hope we um, helped lauren lauren <laughs> we're competing for we, your approval we
0: took a stab we both <laughs> stabbed at it we hope that you liked some of it that's it thank you for having me on this podcast
1: you say this every episode like i don't know why i do that we're both on that here every week
0: yeah well it's been it's been real good catching up i'm i'm very Curious to hear how your
1: how it all pans out. Yeah. Well, you're gonna be hearing throughout. Yeah, because I know, I'm gonna stay connected. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. Which um, is our
1: advice. Stay, stay connected. Stay connected.
0: Use the phone. The phone is your friend. Um the phone is your friend.
1: If you or one of your friends who you have a resentment with has questions for us, how do you like that? You can write in at questions at hi my name is recovery.com. And that that's, is definitely
0: our email address.
1: That's it. It's one word. Yeah. And learned. also follow
0: us on Instagram.
1: Yes. Hi, my name is Recovery. recovery.
0: There's cute pictures of us. We have some clips there. Um, this was a very powerful episode for me. I hope it was for you too and the people listening. It was, yeah, it was
1: fine. You know, okay. It was what it was. All right.
0: Go wear your black silk blouse. <laughs> and we will see you next week.
1: See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you.